Hello, and thank you for joining us today for Celebración Program Podcast. My name is Aníbal Ruiz. I'm the Program Director for Refugees Northwest Foster Care, a program of Lutheran Community Services Northwest. Today, I'm visiting with Isaac Alvarez, Independent Living Case Manager at Refugees Northwest Foster Care. Isaac, thanks for joining me today and for sharing a little bit about yourself and your program, Refugees Northwest Foster Care. Can you just give me an introduction about, about you and then specifically what your role is within Refugees Northwest Foster Care. Yes, thanks, Aníbal, for having me. So a little bit about me. I am originally from Oaxaca, Mexico, and I came here when I was about 15 uh, years old, and here I am at Refugees Northwest. So my title is Independent Living Case Manager, and so what I do is I provide IL services to our clients for them to be independent when they age out of foster care at age 21. So you just said a word there that I think is important for our listeners to understand. When you say to be independent, can you describe a little bit about what that means and kind of what independent living services does to help youth become independent? Yes. So independent is a really broad term, right? Right. But it means being able to take to care for yourself. Like for example, get food to eat or get a job or save money, get a place to live. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of what it means to be independent. And so a lot of times what I do is I teach our clients these skills. Like how do you find a job to sustain yourself, you know, while you are in this country with mm-hmm. no one to care for you. Because these are these are youth who have entered the country through the unaccompanied minors programs, um, through the, the federal government, and we've placed them either into a foster home or into a group home, and you're working with them through that process, correct? Yes, yeah, in collaboration with social workers okay. to kind of like team up and support, you know, the family and the youth placed okay. with them. Yeah. And so the idea, just to make sure I'm understanding it correctly, is as we're as you're working with these youth in conjunction with the social workers and have making sure that their mental health needs are met and their physical needs and emotional needs are being met, that once they get to a certain age or place in life, that we provide them, you specifically through the IL case management services, provide them with the support and services for them to be able to kind of operate essentially on their own. Yes. And yes. It, is community networking and community support a part of that? And if it is, how do you help with that? Yes, community plays a big role in this program because, you know, without community, how can we support our clients? How right. can we be doing, you know, this kind of job? So in the past, we've held foster parent groups where family gets together and and youth gets together and they, you know, they start hanging out with each other, building, you know, this connection, community connection amongst Mm -hmm. themselves. Because that's important. You mentioned earlier that while they have maybe some supports, they don't have family, at least many of them don't have family close by. So they they really are, in essence, isolated, right, from their other supports. Mm -hmm. What sorts of activities do you do to help get them towards independence? Some of the activities that we do include like monthly groups, because uh, in, in, in these groups, we would teach them IELTS skills and we we run group based on what their needs are. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, if we have a group of youth who are thinking about moving out on their own or, you know, with roommates, okay, friends, 
we then develop a curriculum that is specifically for, you know, housing, like how, how do we find housing? How, where do we start? They, they may sound really small, but for a lot of our youth, like that's, that's a big thing. And so yeah. we teach them from like the ground all the way to like how to maintain a place and how to keep it for, you know, not just six months, but for longer than, than that. Are there any unique challenges to that with respect to the fact that, that a lot of the clients that you're working with, a lot of the young people you're working with are newer to this country. Um, so are there any unique challenges with regards to kind of just renter mentality, things like that? Any Anything you've observed or that you can point to? Yes, a lot of challenges. A lot of uh, new people. I mean, so we have clients from all around the world, right? So from like Middle East, Africa, to all the way to Latin America, Mexico. And so they all come from different parts of the world where renting a place is not something they're used to. Right. And so when they come here, they're like, what, what does it mean to rent a place? What does it mean to uh, sign a lease? You mm-hmm. know, and so a lot of times it's like we have to teach them what what it means to kind of like just rent a place and, and how do we sign a lease and why that is important. In- including maybe some client rights advocacy, I, I, I would, I would yes. imagine. Because mm-hmm. I yeah. think about when I was 18, going off on my own when I went off to college and it's like, oh, well, you have to rent an apartment and there was some learning there, but I had my network. I had friends who could walk me through that process because they'd gone through it. But I also understood that there was some rights that I had as an American citizen. And and so those are some of the complexities that I wonder with our youth, if there's any specific challenges that, that come up, nuances there about what their rights are and also their responsibilities as, as new tenants. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think of like financial situations and, and writing a check, which are, which are big things for a lot of a lot of youth. Yeah, definitely. And also, if I may add, just being a URM program, a lot of our clients are not authorized to work, right. you know, in the States yet. And for those clients, being able to pay your rent or the initial cost of renting a place, it's even challenging for them mm-hmm. because they, they don't have the, the source, you know, to, to yeah. pay the rent. And, and a lot of times they rely on us which, I mean, that's what we're supposed to do, right? To right. to help them secure a place or, you yeah. know, to get a place, a safe place to live. Isaac, so you're an independent living case manager. How long have you been with Refugees Northwest Foster Care? I have been here um, for about four years, coming four years. to four years. Yeah. Okay. And what brought you to this type of work? Tell me a little bit about your story of why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. So... It's pretty much my own experience. I came to this country, like I said, um, when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I didn't speak English to begin with, and I had no connection to the culture, you know, here. Hmm. Um, for a while, I had to do try to learn um, everything on my own. Like, for example, how to get around, how to care for myself, how oh. to live here in this new society. Um, and so then I met some adults who wanted to take care of me and like to mentor me. So some of them, you know, taught me about high school and, and pushed me to, you know, to get my diploma. Um, I have met some someone who offered me um, a roof. Like, for example, I didn't have a place to live. And so wow. she offered me a roof and food while I was in college. 
Um, so yeah, their their support inspired me to do this type of work. They they taught me about, like I said, education, success. They gave me hope and strength to to become someone. So after I finished college, I thought now it's the time to you know pay things back and. And I wanted to become someone like one of those people and mentors who supported me, you know. And mm. so that's that's kind of why I'm here. That's great. That's really good. And I appreciate that, that you're looking at it as a way to give back um, through that shared experience that you have. It's fantastic that you're looking back and, and saying, how can I use this experience to help other people? Yeah. Which is which is great. Obviously, we've all been through challenging times right now. We're in the midst of the pandemic. What unique challenges has this present situation that applied to the work that you're doing with youth? Clients, like specifically, have been affected tremendously by COVID in various ways. For example, clients, you know, have lost their jobs or, you know, were laid off. Food insecurity is, you know, another one. Reduced access to essential medical and social services continuing to meet clients needs while you know social distancing right is like has double the work for everyone specifically in you know in our program because there's already a lot going on um, as it is right so with yeah. covid on top of it it's just like has double or you know triple the work for everyone so we had to leap from like a model center on like a regular uh, in-person meetings with clients, like to, you know, responding to needs remotely as they arise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get clients calling every day and like about, you know, like, hey, Isaac, I, I lost my job. I don't have a job. I don't know how to pay rent next month. And then we will like start working with them, fighting for unemployment. And then you find out they're not eligible for unemployment because some of them didn't meet the the hours you know require yeah and so yeah it's it's a lot that's kind of some of the challenges that i can speak of there was already unique needs within the program and then having to do everything remotely just amplifies those needs even more so right Mm -hmm. how can the community get involved in supporting to help meet some of those needs you mentioned food insecurity you mentioned like rental assistance or financial assistance how can the general public or our listeners donors people who are connected to refugees northwest foster care how can they get involved in helping to meet those needs there are many many ways to support this program if i can name a few like please we are always looking for supportive and culturally understanding Understanding and safe homes for the clients. Um, mm-hmm. We are looking for people in different careers to mentor our clients or to connect them with like employers, internships, job shadowing, and um, volunteer opportunities. And of course, funding. So culturally appropriate or aware and willing to learn folks who are willing to provide maybe a home or a shelter for, for the youth. You mentioned mentors. And networking opportunities. So even if it's if it's a job shadowing situation, that's something that we would want to entertain. How can people connect with with the program if they are interested in any one of these examples that you mentioned? There are two ways. One is to visit our Facebook page or okay. website. We also do meetings for you know people who are interested in giving you know to the community or okay. fostering or you know yeah so there's that info night it's called info okay. night yeah okay. and that would be like the best way for them to start getting to know about the program and what we kind of do here okay mm-hmm. okay 
Great. So visiting our Facebook page or the website to get additional information and then possibly signing up for either information sessions or reaching out to somebody from that website with any general questions that they might have. Yes. And we could possibly point them to the right person if it's not uh, an independent living um, Mm -hmm. uh, situation. Uh, Isaac, as we're winding down with our time, I appreciate you spending the time and sharing about you and, and about the work that you do Anything else that you would like to highlight as we close out that you think people should know about the work that you do and the clients that we serve? I just think it's great. Personally, it's great to be able to do this type of work. And and I just hope people see that and can start thinking about this is like a an essential type of service. Like, what can I do to support this kind of program or youth who are in this URM process? Great. Just looking for ways to get involved. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, Isaac, thank you so much for taking the time and for sharing about the work you do. Really appreciate you doing this. And hopefully folks listening get inspired and and want to get involved in supporting our youth and the work you do. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. If you're interested in supporting youth through Refugees Northwest Foster Care, visit our website at www.refugeechildren.net. There you can learn about what it takes to become a foster parent or join our host home program. You can also follow us on Facebook for up-to-date information. Find us at facebook.com forward slash refugees NW foster care.